Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Expert Answers from Inside Scientific. Inside Scientific is the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today we are joined by Yang Gong. Yan is a research fellow in the Department of Ophthalmology at Children's Hospital Boston. He is here to discuss new methods and technology for creating consistent and reproducible laser-induced choroidal neovascularization in the mouse using image-guided laser photocoagulation. Let's jump in. So question number one, is there an optimal age, animal age, for inducing the CNV model? According to our experience and our results, and as well as the detailed information from the LVS paper by Stephen Paul, the younger mice around 60 to six to eight weeks old, much better ages for the laser-induced CNV model because they generate more consistent CNV regions, and there is no gender difference between the mice at this age. Okay, great, thank you. And how are you evaluating the CNV with the uh, OCT module? Like, how, how are you setting that up? Yeah, both the three and uh, two and three dimensional OCT can be used to assess the region area maybe seven days after the photocoagulation. And the 3D, they could imagine the area of the laser-induced semi level, and the 3D OCT could measure the volume of this OCT, uh, of this region area. And maybe uh, Scott can give more detailed information about how we're using the OCT to measure a specific area in the mouse eye or some uh, in the eye of some small animals. Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Gong. So, as uh, Dr. Gong pointed out in the seminar, there are there, the use of the OCT is pretty common for the CNV studies. What it allows you to do is to take a 3D image. You can take an individual slice from that 3D image, about the same level as the CNV. We can take that slice and then use our insight analysis software to evaluate uh, the area of that particular slice. It's a great way to really check to see if you're seeing advancement of your particular CNV. Thank you. Uh, thank you both. I was very detailed and, and well-informed. So does the laser spot size affect the CNV formation? Usually the larger laser spot size will generate larger CNV regions. And if the laser spot is too larger, they will generate very variable CNV regions. Like someone will become very larger and um, there are maybe outlier regions. So we suggest that we should make consistent laser spots. Maybe it's for some reason it should be uh, relative smaller and to generate more consistent laser-induced CMV regions. Okay, great, great, thank you. And, and Dr. Gong, have you tried to do ERG analysis of the laser lesions? Have you tried that before? No, because this we're using the laser-induced CMV model for the MD as animal model at a short age, at a short time range. So if we want to check some effects of laser-induced in the eye for a longer time, maybe the ERG is useful. And because for our case, we didn't use in the ERG for our laser lesions. Okay, great, thank you. The next question that is coming here. So. 
is breaking all of the retinal layers important to CMV formation? Literally, the CMV, the laser shots for the CMV will not break any retinal layers because the retinal, they are transparent. They didn't absorb any energy from the laser. So the laser shot will only break through the bruised membrane. But also, and we folks, we need a very fine focus on these fungus. So we focus on the bruised membrane. But the exclusive laser shot, they will go through the bruised membrane and damage the choroidal or the ERG layer because this layer, they have color and they can absorb energy. Generally, it's very important that we focus very well on the founders and uh, only bruised membrane, uh, the bruised membrane. Great, great. Thank you again, Dr. Gong. And what is the size, the laser spot size on the Micron 3? And, it, and the question is whether or not that is different than the size on the Micron 4. Perhaps, Scott, you'd be uh, willing to take this one? Yeah, I can take this. So thank you for the question. So the, the apparatus, actually, image-guided laser photocoagulation system is the same for both systems, for the Micron 4 and the Micron 3. So the actual minimum size is 50 microns, and that's based on the diameter of the, the fiber that we use. So it will be exactly the same for both systems. Great, thank you. I'm sure the audience will be happy to hear that. Now, back to, back to more questions about your research, Dr. Gong. Someone has asked, how do you statistically analyze the FFA images? IP injects those fluorescent dye into the mice. Usually, it is seven days after photocalculation. And after that, we uh, using the just, just in using the microscope on the micro platform to investigate the fluorescence in the retina and in, in a mouse eye. And we uh, usually take photos at different time points and we compare the, between the different time points to grade the lesion leakage. And IOVS paper by, published by our lab last year, we provide detailed information how we grade in those lesion leakage. Great. One question that's come in, and, and I've seen actually a, a bit of a trend here. People have been asking about different animal models, and I, I understand that this is, you know, your research, Dr. Gong, was focused on mice. We've had questions about, you know, this type of uh, model and research on rats and then actually larger animals. I want to actually ask about, has, have you guys ever looked at this in, in the dog model? So. I'm not sure if Dr. Gong or Scott, you'd be, you know, maybe both of you can can chime in on this. Have you either looked at this for different animals? Yeah, I can answer this for Dr. Gong. So, unfortunately, with the system, it's designed for rodents. So, at this point, that's what we've been using it for. Clearly, the technology and the application has widespread use. Uh, we certainly are always in development here at Phoenix. But at this point in time, it's primarily mice and rats. Okay, great. But you and you do have some users because uh, we did have the rat question come in a few times. But some users, you know, this system is is fully functional for rats, and you have some users doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I also have some researchers. Back to one of your earlier questions, they're evaluating those particular lesions in the CNV models with ERG. So we're getting multiple uses from the same animal model. Great. I'm sure our audience will be happy to hear that. And we'll move on to our last question for today, and we'll direct this back towards Dr. Gong. And I'll ask Dr. Gong, what is your next set of experiments that you're thinking of trying with this, you know, this, in this application space with these technologies? 
Yeah, we may try some different drugs or medicals to see if they have some effects on the, especially the protective effects on the neovascular AMD. And we want to see uh, they'll have some beneficial effects on the laser-induced CMV. They could decrease the CMV lesions and uh, decrease lesion leakage. Yeah, that's our next plan for this application of this mouse model. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you will tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. For the full webinar, please see the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.